Hello, you beautiful fucks, and welcome, and welcome. It's the comedy podcast. Thank God it's Friday. Because in Islam, Friday is the holy day. Hey, I'm coming to you on 29th January, 2021. I hope you're doing well on Friday, this beautiful Friday. I'm here early, 6.39 a.m. to entertain you fucks. Gotta do this early because later at night I'm meeting my woman. And I want to be there for her. I want to be present, you know. Gonna look into her eyes and be like, hey baby, you look like a total cutie. Mm, you smell nice. You smell really good. Yeah. That's how you flirt, guys. Don't be shy about it. Unless unless you've been together for years and you're in like a grandma-grandpa type of relationship where you just don't flirt. If you suddenly like switch it on like that, you'd be like, hey, babe. She's going to be like, what's your problem? You need to go to doctor? Do you have COVID? <laughs> I wonder what you British fucks are doing after work now. I remember when I was in the UK, uh, almost every day, you fucks would just go to the pub and get fucked. Either because you love drinking so much, you're alcoholics, or maybe you hate your jobs, or maybe a bit of both, or maybe it's culture. Because you can excuse culture for anything, isn't it? It's an interesting place, the West, where, you know, because of culture, things are just accepted. I remember reading about... It was either, it was either Sweden or uh, Finland. I can't remember. But basically, uh, like stuff like polygamy, stuff like um, underage marriage. I'm not sure about the second one, but stuff like polygamy and basic conservative practices that a certain religion likes to practice, yeah? Which is otherwise illegal in that country, Sweden. It's like totally fine. If you're an immigrant uh, or from a Muslim background, so I was like, they're, they're just like, it's the culture. We are an accepting and open society. We let them come here and take over an, an entire town and turn it into a shithole because we are good people. That's a very, very obscure joke. I don't know if you're familiar with Malmo in Sweden. Um... So what the conservative media likes to portray is that Malmo is turned into a shithole. It's basically a town filled with refugees and immigrants and like uh, supposedly some, a lot of them have like imposed Sharia law and all that. And uh, they're, they're, they have like Muslim patrol gangs and all that to make sure that uh, you are obeying the laws of Islam um, according to their interpretation, of course. Everybody has a different interpretation. Fucking hell, I know Muslims who say it's okay to drink. I know I know some Muslims uh, don't look at the age of consent laws uh, very <laughs> with, uh, with favor. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So yeah, you'll find a lot of belief. Now, why, why the hell am I talking about Malmo? It's simple. Uh, I'm relating it to you British alcoholic fucks who would just get a drink after work. You fucks were spending, you know, if I extrapolate... Uh, calculate um, you you hey <laughs> the the big words in it I got a degree uh, <laughs> you guys would spend around twenty to thirty percent of your money on alcohol in pubs and you know pub drinks are the prices are jacked up but now you get to wallow in your sorrows at home 
So yes, a lot of you might have lost your jobs, but you're saving a fuck ton on drinks, mate. So I don't know. I'm happy for you <laughs> on one hand. Uh, on the other hand, I'm so sorry if, you, if you're having financial difficulty during this time. Nothing to make light about, although I did make light about it. It's one of those things where I believe, yeah, don't joke about that. But at the same time, go fucking joke about it because uh, everything's a fucking paradox. It's the Schrodinger's joke. I don't think that's how that principle works, but never mind. Yeah. Uh, if you're in a bad place, I I really want to bring joy to the world. I really want to bring joy to the world. So, you know, keep listening to me as I try my best to entertain you fucks. And if you have any sorrows, just come to me. We I don't have to I don't have to put it on the podcast. We can just have a conversation, maybe a video call, maybe I can try and make you laugh. I'm serious, guys. You can hit me up if you're in a bad place. Just don't take up too much of my time. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm busy doing shit. I'm planning uh I'm 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 planning some uh ambitious shit, okay? I, I just thought of a new business venture. I want to teach Pilates to corgis. And uh, I think this is a undertapped market that I'm going to exploit and I'm going to have a lot of fun doing it. So if 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 uh, you're going to if you're going to talk to me, you know, about your problems, just understand that I'm a busy man. Okay? I'm trying to get these corgis to be more flexible. They've got all these back problems. So yeah, I'll I'll, I'll talk to you just for a bit. Maybe 20 minutes, half an hour. Make you laugh, whip my dick out, whatever. <laughs> in the news. Okay, this is not covered. This is not covered a lot in international media. But did you know that right now, as at this second, Netherlands is getting fucked. That's right. That should be the headline. Netherlands fucked. I wish, I wish these news publications were, were braver and just dared to like put vulgarities in their news articles because sometimes there's just no better way to say it. But there are like mass riots in the Netherlands, which is a serious thing to say, okay? Because that that's really saying something when the Dutch, okay, who were, I, if I'm not mistaken, the first country in the world to legalize marijuana, Okay. I thought the weed would chill them out. It's a huge thing if these chilled out fucks got so mad that they're going out rioting. It's been a few days now, apparently. And the reason they're rioting is because they're protesting, um, uh, what is it? The, the government lockdowns, okay? One second. Um, I gotta lubricate my throat, guys. I wanna sound sexy for you fucks. <clears throat> okay. General description of the Dutch. You know, when I when I went there, what I thought was, wow, this is a very, really nice society, carefree. I looked into their GDP, economic statistics, human development index and all that. Income inequality is great, although wealth equality is not. Uh, but that's a different issue. I, I, I don't want to get into that here. Maybe when I do my uh, Economics for Corgis podcast, I might. <laughs> Corgis deserve education too, okay? Anyway, my, my, my general impression of them was they were very chilled out, almost no problems. You can work in a cafe and get a decent job. You can work as a janitor and have a decent life. Uh, almost no problems. Tall motherfuckers, good looking. Uh, when, I, when I reached their airport, I forgot what it was called, but it was probably called something like airport. Uh, the f immediately, okay, I thought, fuck, these people are gorgeous. And I was just at the airport. 
And then I, I got spoiled by all the good looking people. And then by the time I went to England, I was like, man, the white fucks here are, are disgusting. <laughs> anyway, tall, good looking, almost no problems. I, I thought, man, they must have a lot of fun fucking each other. No wonder they have like a world famous prostitution industry because they can't get enough of each other. Everyone's fucking hot. Although that's not true. When I went to the red light district, I had a feeling, wait a minute. These girls don't look like the people at the airport. These people look like uh, these people look a lot like uh, the girls I saw in Italy and Bulgaria. A quick sidetrack. Fuck, the hottest white girls I've ever seen were Italian. I was not expecting that. Okay, I thought they would be maybe German or Scandinavian. Uh, but when I went to Germany, I was like, okay, love these fucks. Look like the people up there in UK. But when I went to Italy, I was everywhere I looked. Okay, whether I was in Rome. Venice, uh, those are the only two places I went. <laughs> I kind of wish I went to Milan or Tuscany or Napoli. Um, can I pass off as a Southern Italian fuck? Nah, I don't think so. I'm too brown. Yeah, when I went to it, uh, when I went to Italy, I was like, oh, fuck, these women are hot. Oh, shit. They got the blue eyes, the, the black hair. Freaking stunning. So a lot of the prostitutes in <laughs> Netherlands, the red light district, looked like the Italian girls, looked like the Romanian girls. And I was like, oh, I don't know what the point of that was. Anyway, back to the point, the riots, man. These guys have access to world-class like stuff to make you chill the fuck out. But despite that, they're, ang they're angry. And they're out there torching cars, burning buildings. Uh, I made that up. I don't know. Because <laughs> when you say rioting, you know, I actually haven't read the news. I was just listening to some YouTube videos. Now I'm talking about it. But yeah, I just wanted to share that. I thought it was interesting. USA now has 5G. God damn, am I late to the party in knowing this? You American fucks listening. How, how, how's your 5G? Are you enjoying that? Because I don't understand that. I mean, to some extent... On one hand, I understand society has to progress. Things are going to get faster, bigger, better, whatever. But I, I just think sometimes, do we, do we need 5G? Do we actually need it? Why do we have to upgrade the number? Couldn't we just make 4G slightly faster? But no, we have a, a new thing, 5G. It's like on 4G, okay? To be freaking honest with you, on 4G, I can already stream Netflix without any problem, even in HD. Even in HD, you know, unless the connection is bad. And I bet your 5G connection is terrible. So what the fuck are you doing with all the internet speed? How HD do we need to go? I, I, I kind of have an idea of what that, that crazy internet speed is going to be used for. It's really simple, okay? All that internet speed is going to be used to download porn. The most HD 8K porn vagina close-up asshole close up porn that's it the most this is just gonna make porn addiction worse you know everyone here knows about the covid pandemic but did you know that there's a porn addiction pandemic going on whereby men are jacking off two three times a day and then it's making them unproductive sexist uh Sexual deviant fucks. Lives are being ruined. And now we have this new technology that's just going to make it worse. Did you know something scary? Like a huge chunk of the internet is just for porn. Like, in fact, most of it is just for porn because it takes up so much space. And it, as it gets more and more HD, 
Yeah, these consumers are like, man, it's not loading fast enough because nobody just watches one porn video anymore. Okay, I'll be honest, I never did. It was at least three. But man, I'm finding out that motherfuckers are jacking off to like 10 or 20 at a time. They got to switch, 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 switch. So they needed to load really fast because they might load five at the same time. And therefore, we have 5G. Ah, Man, you know, was it China first who rolled out the 5G? If I'm not mistaken. If that's the case, right? Like, First of all, I wonder if China is allowed porn or not. Has they, Have they allowed porn? Uh, I don't know about that. But the fact that, you know, you must know that a lot of the internet is tied to porn. And the fact that if China made it available in the in, in US, they must know how it's going to fuck up all these horny fucks. I mean, everyone's already at home, okay? Locked up. Not everybody, but, you know, different parts of the state. They're locked up. What the hell are they going to do? Okay, they don't have a comedy podcast to let out their frustrations. Just going to end up jacking off. Full stop. All right, I want to tell you a story now about the time I was a genius in boarding school, okay? Now, I was, uh, on one hand, I was an idiot fuck, but I used my genius to get around this situation. Hear me out. I invented something because I needed it because I was smoking in boarding school like an idiot, like a stupid fuck. Why would I... Why would I start ruining my life at start at such a young age? But that's what I did. And a lot of pee-pee touching, but I'll tell you about that later. No hard drugs, thank God. But uh, I, want, I, I would smoke and what I would do is go to the forest or maybe go to the toilet. But you know, when it's 12 a.m., 1 a.m., 2 a.m. and I needed my fix, I couldn't go jogging. I didn't want to go to the toilet because... The housemaster might walk in. So what the hell did I do? I invented, I invented an anti-cigarette smell device. Hear me out. You know those cardboard box parts of the toilet roll? Yeah, I would just get the cardboard box, uh, the cardboard part out. You know the circle tube thingy. At the end of that, I would cover it with three layers of tissue paper, and I would hold it down with rubber bands. So it's kind of like you know how a condom goes over a dick. Yeah, imagine uh, the news, uh, the tissue paper over the toilet roll and then held down with uh, that, that, that rubber part of the condom. <laughs> what I did after that was I sprayed the tissue with a bunch of perfume. I would open the door in my room, have a cigarette and then blow it out the tube hoping that the tissue would filter out the cigarettes <laughs> and then make my room smell like perfume. Fucking genius. Did it work? Did it work, you motherfuckers? Did it fucking work? You'll know in a sec. So yeah, I would do that for like three days and then just smoke out of my fucking room. I felt like a fucking genius who who like cured cancer. And you need to understand, I was a stupid... 17-year-old fuck. And then my room still fucking smelled. And you know what? The only reason I'm I'm still like not a total fuck up, the only reason I, I'm still like functional in society and just not like a total loser, I think it's because the teacher never bothered to walk all the way to my room. Do you know just to, to look around? Because if he did, he would have smelled it and I would have got fucking caught. 
And that would have been the end of my educational life. But uh, yeah, you know what? That being said, I should look for a patent for this shit. Maybe <laughs> maybe there's something there. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's the kind of brain power you're dealing with on the comedy podcast. All right. There's so much construction going on around my housing area. You know, it's driving me insane. Oh my God, I've never heard this this many vibrations since I used to watch Japanese porn. What the fuck is that even, okay? Why are the Japanese so obsessed with vibrators? When I used to watch porn, I remember every fucking video, okay? Uh, before I get into the vibrators, I just want just to share with you something about Japanese porn. They have such a fixed, almost fixed and interesting like um, format almost, okay? So... Like the first scene is a one-on-one sex scene. And then the second scene might be another sex scene or a blowjob. And then the third scene is like two guys. And then the fourth scene is like 50 guys. And uh, I just found it interesting how they thought that was the best format. And now with 5G, you can download that in 8K with no issue. <laughs> what a format. Um, All right, where was I? Okay, these fucking... Oh yeah, and um, in... In at least one of the scenes, it's probably the first or the third scenes, they would use these vibrators. And why the fuck do I know so much about Japanese porn? That just goes to show, guys, yeah? And you know, you women listening, don't be fucking shocked. Like, this guy must have been such a porn addict. Most, most of the guys in your life know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about, those sick fucks. In fact, probably my knowledge is rudimentary. Probably they're experts and they're like, hey man, no, you got it wrong. And then they would they would like uh, yell exactly what is the format of the, these Japanese porns. Don't believe me? Ask a guy. Ask a guy who's like a very open fuck, you know, not those closet fucks. Ask an open guy and he'll tell you. So anyway, why are the Japanese so obsessed with vibrators? Correction, I think I can phrase that better. Why are the Japanese porn directors so obsessed with vibrators? There can only be one reason. It's because the audience likes that shit and then they're going to cater for the audience. Now, I do I do not have any Japanese listeners. I've checked my analytics, but you know, someday I will. But in case uh, any Japanese people listen to this in the future, you know, now, now yeah, you Japanese fucks. Why do you like to watch a woman play with a vibrator so much? Like, why is it in every porno? It's only there because the directors found out that you sick fucks. <laughs> I'm not judging you. I'm just joshing you. These porn directors have found out that you sick fucks like the vibrator. Okay, let's get more specific. Why do you like to watch other men play with the women, with the woman, th- with a vibrator? Okay. The shots are never the woman playing with herself with the vibrator. It's always another man doing it for her. And why is she always crying? Uh, (laughs) What the fuck is that about? Anyway. The point of the toy is that she can play with herself. Okay? The man has his own toy, his own tool to get the job done. So why is he using extra equipment? If another human being is there, it negates the entire purpose of the toy. 
You're just training women not to rely on men to be honest, okay? In fact, you're making it harder for the man to please you. All that hardcore vibration is going to desensitize your clit. No man, there's no man on this earth that can compete with you know? I can't fuck that fast. I can't lick that fast. My tongue's going to get tired. I already have permanent lockjaw from going down on this one X for like way too long, like 30 minutes at a time, okay? A few times a week that fucked up my jaw forever. For life, I think I'm going to to get surgery. Every time I open my mouth too big, there's a click sound. And I'm only fucking 25. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, men, we, we're never going to be able to compete with vibrators. And it's like men with porn, you know. Women, you cannot insert with insert porn star name. I don't know what the fuck the, porn st- the popular porn stars are anymore. I've been out of the game in a while. Okay, all the people I used to jack off to, they're all MILFs now. They're kind of older. And I'm so fucking happy that they're still stunning. A lot of them like uh, Asa Akira, uh, Tori Black, Sasha Gray, uh, Serena Hayakawa. <laughs> A little obscure. <laughs> uh, I'm so joyfully talking about my past because I'm so, I'm so, I'm first of all, I'm reminiscing, you know, being a young horny fuck. But at the same time, I'm so happy that I'm done with that. But yeah, anyway. It's a women you're using vibrators is exactly like the situation where men are addicted to porn. All right. You can't compete with like these porn stars. Uh, that's why I think men should stop watching porn because, um, you know, women, because we, if, if women, <sighs> let me get my thoughts straight. That's why I think men should stop watching porn because women can't compete with these girls. Okay. So I think women in return, okay, this is an exchange. You give and you take. Women should quit vibrators in exchange. Deal, fucking deal, done. All right. Okay, here's a thought. Here's a thought I had yesterday while I was in my room uh, editing my shit. This thought came across to me. Okay, this is how I know that we, as as a human species, okay, we're spoiled in this world. Uh, this involves the Mongols um, that I that I hired to suck. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Keep it clean, Har. Keep it clean. So when I investigate my life, you know, if we look at me, okay, I'm just a normal fuck. This is the premise. I'm a normal fuck. Average fuck. Not too tall, not too short. Not too handsome, not too ugly. Not too rich, not too poor. I have a big dick though, but that's... <laughs> But that's about it. Everything else is pretty it's pretty average, normal guy. But in my life, you know, as a normal guy, I th- I think it's safe to say I represent the average Joe in this world. The average person is not white, by the way. They're an overwhelming minority, okay? Most people in the world are brown. See? Fucking brown fuck. Just like me. Back to the point. Me as the average fuck. I cannot stand discomfort. I'm the kind of guy who will turn off the air conditioning when it's too cold. And then in five minutes, it will get too hot. So I'll turn it on again. And then five minutes later, I'll turn it off and then on. And in my room, in my car even, this will go on and on and on again because I'm too fucking lazy to tell the remote control to tell the air conditioner to chill the fuck out. Okay? I guess that's the technical way to describe how a remote control works. Yeah, so I can't even do that, right? And remember, I'm average. 
So from that viewpoint, if we take this robust technical data from this one sample size, I can extrapolate to the entirety of mankind and reach a foregone conclusion that we're all fucked and we're lucky that the hardest species doesn't come over and fuck us up. You know what happened to people like this back then when a society becomes so prosperous and so large that they make their lives easy for themselves with all these comforts? They become lazy, incompetent fucks. And then some some barbarian tribe, you know, who, who live in the mountains and they're still tough because they drink horse uh, horse, uh, horse fucking blood and horse milk. <laughs> Man, horse milk will get you jacked up, I bet. So yeah, those fucks are going to come over and then they're going to they're gonna defeat you in a war, destroy you, ra- rape your women, marry your women, and then their children and grandchildren become those, those same lazy entitled fucks just like me and the cycle repeats all over again. We're so lucky that we lazy fucks have invented such amazing technology that even if those rugged and more tougher Mongols right now, if they tried to take over the world one more time, they fucking couldn't because we have created the laziest weapon of all, the nuclear bomb, which takes just a button, the press of a button to destroy an entire nation. Do you see where I'm going with this? We're so lazy. We're so fucking lazy that we were just like, hey man, let's just use a button. Let's just destroy our enemies with a button. Um, in the end, lazy fucks won, so I'm happy. I'm happy. <clears throat> we are spoiled in the modern world, but I don't know. Are we fucked? Did I, did I take it a step too far there? I don't know. Find a way to let me know. So I've got an interesting fan who follows me on Instagram, and she's she's worrying me a little because she's kind of cute. Okay, almost too cute she looks like it's so cute it's suspicious to the point where i'm thinking like okay is this a little girl okay i'm starting to wonder if teenage girls are listening to my shit which scares the hell out of me because then they would hear the advice that i give to men and they can use that against men when they hear the the advice uh, i give out to women they're gonna immediately filter out all those teenage boys because then excuse me because they would know more or less what a good match is, what a good match isn't. They can use that against men. So I'm doing a massive disservice disservice to those teenage boys. And I say, fuck it. You know, this is the only time I'm going to say it. But if, you, if you're at that age, just masturbate, you horny fucks, like the rest of us when we were young. You know, kids these days don't know how good they have it. I'm finding out, you know, with all these liberal fucks becoming parents, you know, being totally open about having conversations about sex with their children. You know, these, if I had, if I talked to my mama at age 14 about sex, I would be talking to a shoe in my mouth, okay? Sex during my younger days was out of the question. But kids these days, you know, I'm finding out that kids are just having sex all the time. They're nine-year-olds having sex now because they're making condoms for nine-year-olds. Fucking kids, nine-year-olds. And that's a problem. So, you know, who, who are the people who are causing all this, you know? Fucking scoundrel. Teenage boys obviously need to take the first step. You know, it's not like women are out there chasing chasing the D. The way it works is the, the men. The men chase the pussy, the wap. 
the men are the pursuers in this pee pee touching venture. So if I if if young teenage women are listening to me, then they can like protect themselves against these horny fucks and then maybe just delay it for a bit. So maybe I'm doing a disservice to those younger teenage boys, but but you know what? Just just masturbate like we did. You know, it's a good experience for ya. It stops you from making stupid decisions, you know, because if you're fucking at that age, you're not wearing condoms. Con lan firm. <laughs> Even though they make them for ya. You're gonna be you're gonna be getting people pregnant. People are be gonna be catching STDs. I know I'm sounding like an ignorant fuck, but uh, that's just my point of view at this time. All right, I need to go on a relationship rant because, seeing as nobody wrote into me yesterday, my 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 DMs, my inbox is running up, guys. If you have your own question about dating, go ahead. Let me know. Write to me. Let me help you solve your problems. So, I'm reading this uh, this article that made me kind of mad, and I want to analyze it with you. It's about dating, about pee pee touching. It reads. The title reads: "I was let on for two months straight by a guy who didn't even like me." By Tah Aijia. Man, she put her fucking <laughs> fucking full name over here. Published one week ago, 21 January 2021 from World of Buzz. She's a Mauritian. Uh, obviously a Chinese girl. Let me let me see her profile. I'm 19 years old and I'm an expiring journalist and writer. I currently study at the uni. Wow. You can find her from the University of Melbourne. All right. Her picture. She looks okay. You know, I'd give her a... Um, boy, should I really be... <laughs> yeah, I'll fucking do it. She looks like a 6.5 out of 10. Okay. She looks like the kind of girl that guys would pee-pee touch and not get into a relationship with. The guys who want to get into a relationship with with a girl like this, uh, she's not interested in, unfortunately, because if you're a 6.5, you want a 7.5 at least. Or an 8 if you're ambitious. Uh, man, you know, I really feel for these women who who are not ugly, but they're not attractive either because they want the most attractive man they can get. But those attractive men, they want attractive women, right? So they're in a tough spot. So what ends up happening for a lot of these girls, these like uh, just slightly above average girls is they get fucked literally by these uh, hot guys. And then the guys that are interested in them, they never want. So they they start to develop that thousand cocks there, poor fucks. Okay. Let me read the article. One second, you beautiful fucks. Okay, if you say you've never once found yourself Googling signs that someone likes you, chances are you're lying. <laughs> I did that at 14, I remember that. <laughs> because let's face it, who hasn't? When you're young, dumb and in love with someone who won't even look your way, it's normal to start overthinking all the small little gestures they've directed at you and what they might mean. Having your crush be oblivious to your feelings for them can be painful, but what if they give you all the typical I like you back signs without realizing it at all? And to add insult to injury, what if they never liked you in the first place? Well, that happened to me. Hold on, you bitch! What do you mean, what if they give you all the typical I like you back signs without realizing it at all? Maybe that fucking Google article you read is full of shit. <laughs> Why are you take this is the problem with young fucks these days. They just Google shit and take it as gospel, you dumb bitch. 
Maybe he didn't like it. Maybe he was just friendly. Dumbass. Oh, fucking Google ads, man. Let me read my fucking article. It's blocking. Okay, he would call me every... <laughs> Saz, I got a bit mad there. He would call me every single day, no exception. Oh my God. Hold on, hold on. Let me... Google ad is blocking this. This is so annoying, guys. Okay, if you're one to read all those 10 signs someone likes you articles, then you would know that one of the telltale signs that someone likes you is when they're constantly texting you or finding a reason to talk to you. Man, I don't like the tone of this shit. I don't, I don't like that some women got so, so like mind-fucked by a guy's general disinterest that she went, <laughs> she went ahead and wrote a fucking article about it just to shit on you. What the fuck? Entitled bitch. For two months straight, we would call each other at around 12 p.m. afternoon and keep talking on the phone until 3 a.m. in the morning. I think she means 12 a.m. Every single day, no exceptions. It didn't help that we also started getting to know each other as COVID was getting worse. So we had all the time in the world to just stay on the phone. It got to the point where I became the first person he'd called the moment something happened and I'd call him crying the moment I was upset. Okay, it sounds like you got a little little thing going on over here. Alright, maybe I was too harsh on her. Okay, this ad is doing my head in. Granted, I've never been the kind to call people, period. My friends know that I barely call them, even call them, if ever. So the fact that I was calling him every day nonstop was a big thing for me. It was a big thing for me. Yeah, because the world revolves around you, right? I was also his first and only Instagram post for a solid two weeks. Okay, solid two weeks. <laughs> what does that even fucking mean? All right. Another big sign that someone likes you is that they start showing you off online and start posting about you on their social media, especially if they aren't the kind to post often, right? No, fuck you. Maybe this guy's just an idiot, okay? Maybe maybe you just have this all wrong. Okay, you know what? Fuck, I give up, Google. I'm gonna not interested in this ad. All right. For me, my crush was never one to post online since he made his Instagram account in 2017 until the point where I met him in 2020. He never once posted a photo or even an IG story. So imagine my surprise when he suggested posting a selfie of just the two of us on his Instagram for my birthday. Okay, I'm kind of being tough on you. This is, uh, this is not normal. I was shocked, obviously, but I jumped on the chance the moment he handed it to me. Me! On his Instagram. Can you imagine? Well, the photo of both of us was up on his account for a solid two weeks before he took it down. But best believe those two weeks were some of the best two weeks of my life. Aww. He taught me how to play games, introduced me to all his friends, and even his cousin thought he liked me. Okay. <laughs> his fucking cousin. So it must be true. My crush was the... Uh, he would. He even introduced me to all his friends and even his cousin, who I might add, were all convinced that he liked me in some way, shape or form. It's kind of funny, really, because somehow throughout this whole ordeal, I became somewhat friends with his cousin and would spend late, late nights just talking about my crush on him. But in the end, he never liked me. Okay. I had to... Okay, this is the crucial part, guys. I had to learn this the hard way after he decided to distance himself from me out of nowhere. We went from calling and texting every day for 12 hours straight to just one text every three days or so. Ooh, I, I know exactly what happened here. It's really simple. 
The nights I spent calling him crying turned into dismissive texts from his end when I came to him upset. It was all really sudden and it all happened purely because the idiot finally finally realized I liked him two months in. Wow, you call him a fucking idiot, huh? Long story short, he and I aren't friends anymore for reasons entirely irrelevant to this article. But the fact that he had to lead me on for so long without even noticing my feelings for him is still something that baffles me until now. Well, f- first of all, fuck you. Why why are you writing about this? Go, 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 go write a Facebook fucking post. <laughs> Don't even do that. I mean, that's so sad. First of all, secondly, this is what happened, okay? When men try too hard to woo someone, I don't think he never liked you. I think he did like you. And then talking to your ass got so annoying and tiring after a while that he just fucking gave up on you, okay? Guys, especially Asian boys, they love doing this at first where they overcommit in the beginning. You know, they make you feel special, amazing. They give you so much fucking attention, but they can never fucking keep it up. After all, because at first they might think you're amazing. And then after a while, they they realize you're a normal human fucking being. Okay. And that your texts aren't that special. And then you're actually quite boring and not that entertaining. In the beginning, you know, they, they behave in a way where you don't have to try so hard. Okay. Their standards for you are very low. Okay. So they entertain whatever stupid shit fuck comes out of your mouth. <laughs> and then they drop those standards down the line and then they realize fuck uh, I, I want to be entertained everything this bitch says is fucking boring and then you you spent nights what crying to him just telling him about your problems I th- okay look in general guys should be able to handle that but you know maybe this guy just got annoyed at you you know for being his emotional tampon maybe maybe you weren't pee touching him <laughs> this is an exchange people Okay, I give you attention for most people, okay, in general. Men give women attention, women give men pee-pee, okay? If he was dishing out all the pee-pee, uh, all the attention and you weren't reciprocating with the pee-pee, maybe there's an imbalance here. Did, you didn't write about that, that he tried to fuck you with it, you said no. <laughs> maybe he thought the juice wasn't worth the squeeze, you know, because he realized, oh no. If I want to pee-pee touch her, I need to make her my girlfriend. But she's so annoying. He realized that if he got together with you, uh, your annoyingness, clinginess would just go next level. So, <sighs> you dodged a bullet, my guy. Just saying. Because this bitch went on, in, went on a fucking viral website just to shit on you. So, <laughs> uh, good move. Anyway, that was a sample of my dating advice. If you have uh, your own questions, go ahead. My my DMs are open. You can find me on Instagram at thecomedypodcast underscore or you can email me at comedypodcastofficial at gmail.com. Guys, if you enjoyed the podcast, uh, I would really appreciate your help in helping me grow. The best thing you can do, recommend this podcast to a friend or you can open up your social media. You can tag my Instagram and be like, this guy is awesome, sick, fuck. All right, 39 minutes in. That's all the time I have left. No, that's all the time I have. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful weekend ahead, you beautiful fucks. I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.